One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to Journey with Julianne. I'm Julianne. You can call me Yen because we're friends now. And this is my third episode. I'm really excited about this because I have a special guest over.、Hello. And he's actually my first guest. This is one of my favorite people to talk to, one of my besties, Miguel Balao. Hi, hi. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, of course. I'm so excited. Yesterday, we were talking about something quite intellectual, amongst other things. Maybe we shouldn't talk about the non intellectual things we talked about. <laughs> yes, but we talked about this, which is a quote from Seneca. So let me read it We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. And before Me and Miguel expound about this further. I just want to mention who Seneca was. So, he was a Roman philosopher. He was Rome's leading intellectual figure in the mid first century CE and was a virtual ruler with his friends of the Roman world. So, a lot of intellectual quotes and learnings actually came from Seneca. And I feel like you and I have a lot of input regarding this. By you and I, you mean me and. You, right? Or、yeah. you're talking about Okay. Okay, got you. You and me.、Yeah. Right. <laughs> Glad we can clarify on that.、Okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel like yesterday we touched on a lot of points that are related to this, to this statement. Oh, yeah, definitely.、Um, but I also just want to quickly share something that I discovered a little article that spoke of this. The quote reflects a point in all of our lives where we must consider only our objective self. It is often our imagination, the voice in our head, that conducts the negative chatter that keeps us from being our right, just, and truthful self. Many of this suffering derives from quote unquote empty fears, imagination at its finest. And the drawback of such thinking patterns is that it closes us off to, you know, from what matters and creates a cycle of the I can't do this, or there's no way attitude that limits us in our relationship with people, places, and things. Would you agree with that? From what I got from that, it was sort of related to what we talked about yesterday, right? And、mm-hmm. I could agree to what was mentioned by Seneca, if I, I'm not mistaken. So, personally, I've always had like moments wherein I would overthink about things. Like, people tend, well, generally, I guess. People tend to overthink of like the what ifs or what, what if I did this instead of that. And it's all about like that rumination of the past in which we end up like being so drawn in with these like inner thoughts that we end up just in that state of like analysis、mm-hmm. paralysis, right? Yeah, I have to agree with that. I think, you know, I, I remember posting something on Instagram. It was this. Part of a book that I was reading, and it talked about how you know we make life so complicated by getting stuck in our heads when really all we have is the present moment, so we just have to truly live in that present moment. So there's this constant struggle in our heads. I feel like we're at war with ourselves every day to focus on the moment. How do you do that though? Yeah, it is difficult. I,、mm-hmm. I know like multiple people have different. 
ways to cope with this war. I mean, we're all different and I'm sure pretty much all of us, except for those who truly have attained peace and enlightenment, which I'm sure are very, you know, it's just a small amount of people. I know some people do meditation, some people do healthy lifestyle, but even though personally, I do prayer meditation. I like to incorporate being of service to others and and do like this whole healthy lifestyle. It's still a constant challenge to live in the moment, especially yeah. like during the pandemic, honestly. Yeah, with everything happening at the same time, just <laughs> there's so much sources of like information that just overwhelms people these days, right? And it mm-hmm. I it makes sense as to why it's much easier to have that calm state of mind and like say being a nomad in the mountains or being like a Buddhist monk where compared to like being in the metro or in an urban area wherein you have so much like things to to think about you have like let's say there are certain burdens for example responsibilities that that just bombard you every day and you just it goes back to the idea of like being in that state of paralysis of not knowing what to do next and also just like thinking of the what ifs and that what could happen in the future which can also worry you yeah and i was thinking when you were when you were talking about that there are some tools that could help us as you know human beings especially in the society where social media is so prevalent you know could help us focus i mean a lot of people they have different hobbies to keep them busy Yeah. Some people do prayer meditation and I guess being of service to others is like is a hobby to to keep people busy. Something that can bring this all together is gratitude and just being grateful for that moment even though we're not in control of external factors and we're not in control of everything that will happen to us. It's just gratitude in the present moment and kind of oh here. I remember this word that I kind of want to dedicate part of my life to is the word surrender. And I think it doesn't necessarily have to be in a faith sense, but personally for me, yes, it is. It is a faith sense. I'll just surrender everything to God because I'm not in full control. But even to other people who have different religions or different beliefs about life, the universe, God, mm. and themselves, I think surrender is like a common aspect of life that every human being has to fully accept since we're not in complete control. Where should this gratitude point towards? Where's that direction? And also, I'm mm-hmm. curious. Like you mentioned something about the tools that we can use, like these days, to help us with regard to easing the pain of of that of worry. Yeah, yeah, of worry and fear and uncertainty. I think personally, it it varies per person. A lot of people would connect this to prayer and meditation gratitude to god to the universe what helps me to pray and to strengthen my faith personally i like to consume content that inspires me for example i'm not sure if you know them but yes theory seek discomfort right yeah seeking yeah. discomfort that's very iconic for yeah, that and i channel. think i agree they Personally, I think they find gratitude in many things. I recently watched their video when they went to Afghanistan or one of the members went to Afghanistan and they just find gratitude in the beauty, the beauty and the suffering of like that country and the people. For them, I think it's all about like that they they have their set of principles and like mindsets wherein aside from living in the present, it's also about like yeah, as mentioned, mm-hmm. seeking discomfort. And it leads to the idea that whatever you do now 
despite being like let's say spontaneous or just out of the ordinary just go for it even though there are certain worries that you may think of mm-hmm. at that moment it's if you if ever you don't actually get to do that you're just going to end up thinking yeah of the what is exactly right whereas if you do it you don't have to think of the what is anymore but rather what are these learning experiences that i've acquired after doing that after doing such and i think that's more essential yes for sure i think that's perfect i i'm so glad that they just popped into my head because i've been recently searching for other content creators that i could look up to and then i rediscover them like i used to watch them all the time but then i just found time the other day to like oh Same. i have time for youtube again so let me just check it out i was like oh, yes theory <laughs> they are awesome people you think their content changed like when you first found out about them compared to like what they do now or you think whatever principles and mindset that they had they're still pretty much more or less aligned to what they're doing before and to what they're Honestly, doing now i think they strengthened their message i discovered them a while back ago before they had millions or even half a million and they were in line with their message all throughout but definitely there's more like conviction they yeah. were really on brand and they're truly passionate about their message and they really want to inspire people to live life what about you It's a good thing that platforms such as Yes Theory provide like new insights, new perspectives of um, situations like these. One hundred percent. Before I delve into what I was about to say, I just want to mention this this thought I had the other day about how content creators who have inspiring messages, such as Yes Theory and other people should continue to create content because there's so much there's so much content on social media that they jeopardize like our emotions and our perception on life there are so many content out there that doesn't add value to our lives yeah oversaturation of content yeah. just a bunch of noise happening i think it's so important for people like yes theory and anyone out there in the world who feels like they have something valuable and beneficial for people to consume to just put it out there put in a little bit of light even even if it's just a bit it'll make it definitely i was thinking about this other article that expounded more on seneca and also before before we conclude with seneca's quote once again i just want to mention that yes seneca is totally in line or the quote that we mentioned earlier is totally in line with yes theory's message because i feel like one thing that those people have even though i'm sure they also have their own worries and their own struggles they have awareness of of time and reality and of the regrets that they don't want to have and that's why they go out of their way to seek discomfort. I just think that to worry and think through what could potentially happen is completely natural. You know, we're human beings. It's our brain's way of preparing ourselves for possibilities and in a way it kind of links to the fight or flight response that our bodies have. However, our brains can kick into overdrive and that's when we start overthinking. So training ourselves to quiet those thoughts will make those situations feel a lot better and to quiet those thoughts we could consume as we mentioned positive content online we could have more hobbies that would entertain ourselves we could pray and we could meditate So the next time that our brain feels like it's running at a million miles an hour let's just remember what Seneca said we suffer more in our imagination more often than in reality Without being said, is there anything else that you would like to share with their audience that could help them any final messages? Mm. 
Well, first of all, thank you for having me again. It is such a pleasure talking to you here. The yeah. overall idea that basically got embedded into my head was how it is mm-hmm. essential to live in the moment. Rather than constantly being in that state of worry, constantly mm-hmm. overthinking, being in our heads, being in our imaginations, thinking about the what-ifs. But at the same time, admittedly, it is very difficult to do such a thing. Mainly because of all the noise and like we're being heavily saturated with all kinds of content. Noise both physically and in the digital realm. And these kinds of content are not necessarily value-adding, right? But fortunately, there are those certain specific quality contents that will add value. For example, as what we mentioned was Yes Theory, right? Which embraces the idea of seeking discomfort. Actually, not just seeking discomfort, but also seeking growth, seeking development. And aside from Yes Theory, of course, there is this platform that we have right here with Yen Ipapu. Thank you for creating content such as this because I believe what you, you mentioned. Like, they mm-hmm. follow you because they believe in your mindset, in your content. I'm just doing my best. <laughs> I'm just trying out here. But I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your insight with us. Thank you for strengthening this quote by Seneca. And I look forward to having you in the next podcast. For the people who are listening, please remember that you have a purpose. There is time and that there are so many things to be grateful for. We're here on this journey to nourish our mind, body, and spirit. And I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for listening and take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.